Hello. Welcome to the Daily Cron for January 4th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. What's on my mind today? Well, I guess what's on my mind is collaboration, but also pizza. So today's day two of me being out sick from the day job, but I was feeling a lot better by lunchtime. So I decided to go out to my favorite pizza place in town, Upper Crust Pizza, link in the show notes, and have my first slice of 2019. And uh, not only was it delicious pizza, but it reminded me that local businesses are, I think, the lifeblood of a community. And I like to go out of my way to support them as much as I can, obviously by buying directly from them if I can. But also, you know, I will promote the businesses to friends and family that I like and that I, you know, find are offering services and products that I really appreciate. Um, And I also look for opportunities to potentially collaborate with them. Uh, because I think in an era where people are increasingly just sitting at home, ordering online, having it delivered, and you're competing with giant chains everywhere and big box stores when people do go out, you know, how, how do you compete as a small local business with a tiny marketing budget? Well, I mean, you got to pool your resources. And I, I think that that is a key. And the town's and communities that have, that have a business community that actually does that well, they're the ones that I think w- will survive and flourish, you know, in the future. And I think my town has always had some level of that, but I think it could be better. And I see the stirrings of of more attention being paid to this collaborative, uh, you know, collaborative uh, attitude in town now. Um. So, I mean, I would say that it's not like we don't do it at all. Some really good examples of of this, I think, is the summer music series with the Farmer's Market collaboration. Like, I'm on the Recreation Board, which is a borough-funded board of volunteers that organizes events for the townspeople. And one of them, our big one, is this 12-week summer music series event. It's like every Tuesday night for two hours, we have a different band, uh, usually a local band. Sometimes we'll bring in some, like, regional bands. And... Uh, They play for two hours, and at the same time, we also have the Farmer's Market. So the Farmer's Market is a privately organized event, but we just make sure that we have them both on the same dates and the same time. And the Farmer's Market will make sure that the vendors that they have booked are appropriate for a music event in the summer. So that means things like um, ice cream, wine, beer from Chamonix Creek, the Borough Brew House, uh, um, I think they had like sweets before, I think popcorn once, uh, there's been a variety of things, but they're all mostly, you know, mostly things that you would want to maybe buy and consume while you're there. Uh, and it's a win-win for everybody because the businesses, obviously the vendors who are there can make some money and hopefully gain some future customers through those interactions. But it's also great for my group because it fills up the square with these vendors, it provides another reason for people to come out, not, uh, and it makes the whole event feel like bigger and more important and more fun. I think than when it was, than what it was before. And we can we're basically able to offer people other other avenues of refreshment than just like the ice pops and water we provide. And obviously, they have to buy it from the vendors, but uh, it's still you know nice to be able to go down there and not you know, just have water available to you. No, you can get a beer, you can get a wine, you can, you know, and you can be supporting a lot of uh, local and regional businesses by doing that, which is a win-win for everybody. Uh, another event we do was 
that I think is, is a really successful example of, of collaborating with your local municipality is the Halloween event we do. So Rec Board also does a Scare in the Square, and it's just a bunch of really fun games for the kids. And they come out with their parents all dressed up in their costumes, and they play like little games like a bowling, ghost bowling game or and witch ring toss game. You know, we, we built these little little carnival-type games. And you play and you win candy. Easy. And at the same time, though, the business community gives uh, everybody a – and they, they give us like a stack of these things to hand out. You get a map that has the list of all the participating trick-or-treating businesses, and then you can walk around with your children, get candy at the businesses – but also it gives those businesses an opportunity to have an interaction with the parents. And especially for businesses that don't have a lot of walk-in traffic, that could be a big deal for them. It seems like it works well enough that there's always uh, businesses who are scrambling to participate every year. So, I mean, that seem, seems like it's it's a good value. I mean, it doesn't really cost them very much to participate. And then the, the people come out for the scare in the square, you know, like hundreds of people in the square – and then a lot of them will go out and do the other trick-or-treating, you know, and it works out great. Um, and then, you know, there's also some collaboration between businesses themselves. Uh, you have uh, – I know I, I helped last year with – I work with Jenkintown Dance Arts here, and we, we were doing like a, a collaborative art event here with music and dance, you know, and so we booked some bands we know at, at their studio, and we had like a – a food vendor one day and we were, we're experimenting with that. We may expand in the future, but last year before I started doing that, I was approached to help her help them find music for an event. that was like the, called the body project. And I think that worked out really well because I helped them book music. That's all I did. But when I went to the event, I found out like, wow, there's all these, all these local businesses uh, donated like food and, and other resources to this event. Uh, you know, in exchange, they got, obviously, you know, mentioned and they got, they got, um, some, some advertising and associated with a really positive, uh, it was a really positive event about, uh, female empowerment and, and had like a, had a great musician and I think a talk and had dancing and, and it was a very, very positive event, uh, especially for the young girls who was a pr- the predominant uh, audience there. And so the businesses maybe didn't, didn't make money directly from it but they got to associate their brand with a very positive message. And that's another thing that you, I think you need to do. I mean, you see that with big brands do that all the time. They, that's why they will have sponsorships for anything because they want to associate their brand with this, uh, whatever this positive, whatever this message is they think is going to reach their potential customers and, and paint their brand by association in a positive light. And if you're a small business in a local town, you have to look for those opportunities like at home because you're not going to be able to afford to uh, you know, probably sponsor some big YouTuber or something like that. <clears throat> uh, we also have a giant arts festival here every year, which is a different organization, different group than mine that organizes it. And that one is a huge event. Like Everybody participates in that. Lots of vendors, lots of stalls, big stage with musicians and um, I mean, these are all very classic ideas, but I think moving forward, uh, it, you can't always be doing big events all the time, right? So you need to think about other options. So, uh, you know, there's things like restaurant week. I think we should have a restaurant week here in Jenkintown. I think it would be great. 
I think that's already under discussion, perhaps by some people. And I mean, I think that'd be good. Um, I think there was a it was a successful like Santa related collaboration at our local uh, cafe. I believe I wasn't there, so I don't really know all the details. But pretty sure there was a bunch of businesses arranging that. Um, but in general, I think beyond organizing events like that or you know collaborative events, which I think are really useful, uh, just to, just being able to do cross promotion is going to be helpful, especially nowadays with with social media being so important for getting the word out about your business and with Facebook being still the dominant force there and they're they're constantly modifying their algorithms and especially modify them to significantly downplay like the reach of posts that come from business pages. I mean, just basically cut the legs out from under them. So you can't get engagement. You're going to, you know, in order to get more engagement, it might be helpful to uh, cross promote with other businesses and try to generate some organic traffic, you know, like, you know, put on one of these events and get some nice artwork or some nice videos. Uh, Maybe do like some coupon things. So you go to one business, get a coupon for another business, that kind of deal. None of these ideas are new, and obviously I'm not coming up with them. I mean, I've seen them before, but I, I think that it's important, especially today, especially if you're a small local business, to really think about how you can get involved in these types of activities with your fellow business community. And I think it's just important to start talking between yourselves. You know, every every town, every you know, uh, you know, you know, local local community. Really, the businesses really need to talk to each other, and I think they need to do so regularly. Uh, and however you want to do that, through like formal meetings or like a formal organization or informal dialogues online or something like that, whatever it is, uh, I think it's it's very very important for businesses of all kinds to think about collaborating. And for me, I am thinking about collaborative events that I may be able to participate in in the future. And if anything pans out, I will definitely mention it here. But I think it can just be, I think when, when small businesses, um, treat each other as all being part of the same community and all trying to make their community better and their own businesses successful, I think you can end up with some, some really, uh, cool, uh, positive things can come out of that, you know? Some people, I feel like, have an attitude that businesses are always, like, out to get you or something. Like, I, I've really seen that attitude from people sometimes, and I, I don't understand that. Because businesses, especially local businesses, they're your neighbors often. You know, they're people that that have an investment in your town, in your community, and they you often live there. And, you know, if we all work together, I think we can improve circumstances for everybody. I guess that's just my message for this uh, Friday, probably the uh, final daily cron here of the week, because I think I'm going to take weekends off from this so I can do other things. But uh, I guess I'll just leave you with a message that collaboration, uh, especially between businesses, uh, very good. I, I think it's uh, it's a way to address the inequity between inequities between small businesses and the giant corporations that rule the economy nowadays, and I think it can lead to some really positive and fun events, activities, and, and you know, I, I'm not saying it's a solution to all of all the issues or it guarantees success or, or anything like that, but 
as part of any strategy for survival and flourishing in today's market, I think it's uh, it's vital that you work together as uh, much as you can. Uh, so uh, that's it for today, and hope you all have a great weekend. See you uh, next time. Keep the lights low.